there, my little geeklings, and welcome to another episode of Two Geeks Talk Movies. I am your host, John, and with me as always is my co-host, uh, Joe. Hey! Hey there. Well, tonight's movie, we are covering the T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because T-M-N-D, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990, which, yes, was supposed to be Dragnet, but I couldn't find my copy of that fucking DVD for love nor money. It just vanished into fresh air. I mean, mm. seriously, I ripped this house apart and I could not find a fucking thing anywhere, so, hmm. We're I doing... knew you were going to rip it to shred from in that certain <laughs> hiding. Last days you'll ever look. I don't know, probably actually. So we're doing uh, Joanne's second pick, pick uh, which is, as I say, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. Now, were you a fan of the Turtles? Yes. Okay. Mm, okay. So who was your favourite? Oh, Donatello. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, he's my favourite colour, he's purple, so, but yeah, I like Donatello, creative yeah. one. Yeah, I was the same. When I was a kid, the turtles were huge, mm. and my mother got me most of the turtle toys from the 1990, I think it was 1991 range, and my favourite was Donatello also, you know. Ah, nice. Um, oh my god, I should have kept all the toys, but I would have been for a fucking fortune. <laughs> Could have been sitting in a gold mine there. But unfortunately, I gave them to my little cousin and the little bastard broke them all. So, you know. So, so when did you first see this then? Uh, Oh, God. Now, Burning Man Die was only one when this came (laughs) out. Um, So, I seen the. I must have been about eight when I seen this. So, I seen this later. I seen this in 1997, first of all. And then, you know. I've seen it intermediately since then. Um, mm. But I watched this on... I watched this on Friday, and then mm. I watched it um, just for fun. And then you obviously said you couldn't find Dragnet, and then I was like, right, will we do this? Mm. Um, so, yeah, so then I watched it again uh, last night, and then okay. I watched it earlier. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Listen, I first saw us a way back. to watch it, really. <laughs> I mean, I first saw us a way back in God, when was it? What, what was it in VHS? Was it ninety one? Was it in VHS? Ninety mm, one. It came out in VHS. Yeah. And I kind of loved it, and I was like, yay! And then I watched the second one. I think the second one was in the cinema. So the second one, and I sort of mm. dropped off because I was getting a bit too old for them. Um, but I said I was a mad turtle. I had the, all the toys. I had the video games. I had the the, the t-shirts and such. And mm-hmm. Manny, who's in America, used to send me like t-shirts from Florida and all that stuff. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but tell me, yeah, like I says, um, what I want to bring up is the shitty multi-movie Blu-ray pack that came out a couple of years back, which is a fucking rip-off, by the way. Because you only get one behind the scenes feature, uh, which is Disneyfied up the fucking wazoo, as we'll talk about that later. Three trailers and a slap in the face. I could you not, this thing cost me 30 quid. And I was fucking raging. I was like, oh, oh my god, that'd have been bit and feather. Mm. Plus, the print on the Blu rays are fucking too dark. You can't see shit, especially on this mm-hmm. first one. I couldn't see for sure. What the fuck's going on here, you know? Yeah, so it's, was... too, it's, it's too dark. They, they should have lightened it a bit because I I bought this on Blu-ray and then went, went to watch it early in the week and it's too dark. I just mm-hmm. found mm-hmm. this online and watched it. 
Mm. Apparently, the American version it is really brightly lit, and you can see the fucking the actors in the suits. So <laughs> pick a poison, too dark or too light. So oh well. Mm. Um. So on to the creators, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, who hate each other. Uh, one was a big sell, and other one was complaining that the excuse me, the other one would sell out. So the two fell out in the, I think it was the late noughties they fell out. And they're barely talking, so it's like, good. Oh, wow. So from what I understand, back in 1984, using both their life savings and bank loans, they made their own black and white issue that introduced the world to the Turtles. Um, and this was a mega hit. It sold, what was it, 170,000 copies? Something ridiculous mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, it was really successful. Uh, and I believe in that original issue, they killed Shredder. Off. Yes. So, Because it was pretty dark to mm. what what um, generation to come would think of the title. The original one was pretty dark. Mm. The original comics. Um, I've got a few prints from them and things around my house. Um, they're pretty dark from what you would, if you were to buy a title comic now, what you would get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember at the time people were going, oh my god, this is not the Turtles. Why is it so bright and colourful? Because they took parts from the cartoon, that's why. Because mm-hmm. there's no, uh, there no comic books, they're in, was it all black bandanas or something like that? Cause it's yeah, black and they're all, yeah, it's just in black and white, so they, mm. they, there's no way of telling which turtle is which. Because, no, I mean, weapons. we all have the, yeah, apart from the weapon, exactly, we all have the memory of being able to go well purple bandana that clearly Donatello or mm-hmm. you know yeah. red that clearly who was that Raphael yeah, um so um so whereas yeah they didn't have that it was just all weapons it was all black and white really cool to look at mm-hmm. okay I'm, I'm not sure read the comic myself but so uh I don't know how to talk about that because I'm not actually read the comic I mean I've never read the comics <laughs> since 1989 for crying out loud so yeah <laughs> anyway so let's talk about the whole disnification of the quote-unquote love affair between Eastman and Laird that the Blu-ray has. They say that they, um, they met each other and they moved on each other in Arcade and blah, 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 and started uh, drawing their own comic book in their front room or their, their um, garage and called it Mirage Studios, which I suppose is actually true, but mm. it doesn't, doesn't get into great detail about how much money they, it just says they spent money on it and like how much money <laughs> you know they yeah they're a, very secretive about that which i mm. don't know why because you know i mean they've made great. that and then some back so you know yes, you think yes. they go where we originally put x y or z in yeah 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 i mean hmm. and talk about how this was a big massive fe- uh, phenomenon right off the bat i was thinking no you got rejected from dozens of fucking of comic book studios you know which is why you set up your own ones. So where's that piece of information? Yeah, I think they, I think they, they are confusing that with the fact that this was the when the movie came out, um, this was the highest grossing independent movie of its time that wasn't produced by Hollywood or anything like that. So maybe that's what they're confusing because doesn't yeah. this make something ridiculous back like two hundred million dollars from like a thirty yes. million dollar budget? So. Yes, yes. Maybe that's what they're confusing with the when the original 84 comic got started. I suppose, I suppose. Right then, moving on swiftly to the video games. Have you played any video games? Of course I have. <laughs> <laughs> have you? 
Oh yes, I loved yeah. the arcade game. I used to play yeah. as Donatello all the time. <laughs> Although the one I couldn't stand was the fucking the NES, the NES one. I hated that fucking old NES one mm. uh, because you always get killed under war, but that was unfair. I was driving me nuts that game. Oh, I hate. I'm pretty sure I rage quit that more than mm. one because mm. the oh that just underwater. But I still have nightmare about it. I <laughs> think about it too much. Yeah, and I loved the um, Turtles in Time. Mm. I love that one. Uh, I even liked the the more modern one for Xbox. Um, was Xbox 360? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. i my head, but yeah, I loved that one. It was quite good. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I never yeah. played the the modern one. I only played it when I was obviously younger. Not played. Mm. 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 But I will not go down the deep dark rabbit hole. Of the turtles because you've been going for hours and hours about oh, the toys, God, yeah. and the toys and the fucking t-shirts and the DVDs and the videos and the cartoons and the multiple different um yeah, and the pizzas and the <laughs> yes, oh, God, yeah. Turtles yeah. breakfast cereal. Oh my God, though. No. I mean, we could do a podcast just on naming all the memorabilia that yes. they lost for these things. Jeez, I know. Yeah, it was ridiculous. My God, the, the, I mean, the merchant just set up the was and it's all selling. Modern stuff to this day. They sell- still, I know they still sell out. Hmm. I mean, well, I was going to say, yes, they, they have these modern ones I want to get hands on. The horror turtles were dressed as Freddy and Michael and Jason. And it's like, I might get what they ones. They look quite cool. They look it? quite cool because they're obviously the same studio that made, who had it, New Line, made the, made, gave a Freddy. So that's quite mm-hmm. a cool crossover, actually. Yeah. It'd be quite cool yeah. to have. Yeah, although have you seen the price of these modern turtle toys? They're expensive. It's like yeah, they're just, they're just like no. You're like, for that price, I wouldn't let a child play with it. No, fuck no, no, no. I think it's, these are specifically designed for adults, you know, just to have them on their shelves sort of thing. Yeah. But I wouldn't have taken the packaging. Fuck that. I mean, at that price, Oh, God, no. no. So, before I cover this movie, I want to talk about one thing, which I'm going to push off the bat. It's written all over Wikipedia. That... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Teenage Mutant Ninja Hero Turtles, as I knew it when I was a kid, mm. that Michelangelo's weapons were scrubbed off the movie because a part of Numtrucks were banned in Britain. Bullshit! No, they're not. Yeah, yeah, utter nonsense. Who started that rumour is utter box because even in the cartoons that were renamed the Teenage Mutant Ninja, like I said, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, Michelangelo's still hard these fucking Numtrucks, so box that shit, you know? So mm. Yeah, exactly. It changes halfway through. It changes from Ninja to a grappling hook, but it's just, you know, mm. I think I suppose they can change it whenever they like. Um, yeah, true, but, true. Although I don't, I've not seen the Turtles cartoon since, God, the mid-90s, so I have no idea. I was tempted <laughs> to watch a couple just for the podcast, and then I was, mm. the, the, obviously the comparison, and then I thought... No, because you'd be texting me going, are you ready? And I'd still be texting going, no, I'm still watching something else. Hold on. Every, you know, 300 episodes in. Mm, uh, mm, no, that's a rabbit hole you could fall down and never get out of, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Actually, seeing that until I, I saw one of the modern turtles, uh, the CGI modern turtle cartoons oh, about God. a year and a half ago, and it was fucking awful, but I mean, it was mm. like, what the fuck? I don't like but, the modern CGI, um, I don't like any of the modern takes on on these. Um, there mm. is a, I've seen them like once, and they are a distant memory, but mm. I just remember the awful CGI 
turtle-human hybrid that they had mm. in the movie, and you're like, what the hell have those turtles been on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was as bad as the what was it, live action one by the female turtle, mm-hmm. which was things like nightmares right there. I mean, for crying out mm. loud, it's like, why does turtles have boobs? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, have you seen a female turtle? They don't have breath. Oh my what god! What the hell? It's bad. How's a how's a duck with the duck tits? You know, it's like. <laughs> anyway, let's just dive into the sewers and and go through the the um slush of this movie. With its thirteen million dollar budget, this thing pulled in two hundred and one million. As you said, mm-hmm. was one of the most successful independent movies of all time, up there with Halloween. And indeed, Spore Witch Project. Mm. So there we have that one. Starring Judith Hogg, Elias Cortez, Corey Feldman and Sam Rockwell. Directed by Steve Barron. The plot, a group of four six-foot talking turtles that just happen to be ninjas and teenagers take on the evil Master Shredder and his foot clan who are trying to take over New York City. Can they stop the ninjas or will they be snapper soup i find out here so the first thing i want to talk about is the poster uh-huh uh, with the four turtles peering out of the sewer with the colorful bandanas and such going what is it uh lean green and back on the screen you know yeah and then there's something about kids that he's not a cartoon yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wasn't this like a a, a solid pg-13 you know yes I'm due to the violence mm-hmm yeah, it would have been quite a violin. Mm, I mean, God, I was kind of stunned at the violence in this. I was like, bloody hell. I mean, like, um, later in the movie, Casey, Casey Jones whacks a kid in the face with a baseball bat. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, and oh. again, this hit going right back to the original <laughs> comic because there is no um, cartoony vibe to the comic at all. It is purely, you know, it's dark and violent and mm. mm-hmm. fantastic. Well, in my personal opinion, but you know, it doesn't it doesn't sugarcoat anything. No, indeed. I mean, I have heard that the, the original like ten issues or so, the first ten issues are really disturbingly dark. They are. You know. Um, no, like, what's the track that I mean, not to buy because the original one, not the original hand drawn one, but even reprint upon reprint, hmm. the original one, or you know, would set you back a few bob. But um, they are uh, worth having a, a look online and seeing some of the, you know, reading some of them online. They're, you know, they're fantastic. Cause they're just so dark. It is unlike the cartoon that we grew up with. The, the cartoon's fantastic for what it is. But, mm. you know, when you're an adult and you go, because I used to love that as a child, you want something a little bit, something with a little bit more meat on the bone. So mm. to go back yes. to the car the comic and then you know you see a movie like this um you know it is, it is so fantastic it really is like a an adult version of you know the child friendly teenage mutant ninja turtles mm. yeah like i say i mean i haven't read a comic book since 89 18 or 90 so pass i mean <laughs> <laughs> i mean the comic was out in 1984 so yeah, and I was about, I think I was five, so I was. Oh, right, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. You anyway. a few years to read it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, like I say, so the movie opens up with shots in New York City, even though she's shot in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I love that. They have establishing shots in New York. Did you drop New York? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, and I, I, 
it's shot in a soundstage as well, which I was surprised at because I completely forgotten and I looked up and I was like, gee, I'd never forgotten that was all just on a stage. Mm, yeah. Never yeah. gathered that in a second. So bloody hell. So on to shots of the Foot Clan. I'm sorry, the Foot Clan is a ridiculous name for a fucking ninja. Uh, <laughs> ninja troop, you know. Yeah. Like, oh god, which apparently is a piss take on the hand from Marvel Comics, I believe. Oh, so, okay. Mm, I have that one. Anyway, uh, the Foot Clan members are pickpocketing people all around the city. I love the fact how it takes was it six kids. Six kids get one wallet, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, seriously? <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, come on. I mean, it's a bloody joke. As on TV, we see a TV news report from April O'Neill, played by Judith Hogg, who reports the crime spree gripping the city, although no one seems to give two fucks. You know, I just love that one. <laughs> I, mean, I love the, the old granny sitting on the, the fire escape, and a TV gets nicked. She's not bothered. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going. Oh my god, this is so fucking bad. Um, um, oh, did you know she she didn't come back to do the other other two movies because the uh, it was too violent for her and she got lied to. She said this was a kiddies movie and she thought it was more of a teenage movie. Which is oh, okay. Recast in Turtles two and three. Ah. So mm. she was also she was friends with Robin Williams and that's how she got the job. Who you know, not what you know, eh? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy that plays Donatello in this isn't in the second movie because he had, um, is it the guy from the, or the guy from the second one? It's not in the third one. But either way, he's not in the, whatever one he's in, he's not in the follow-up to it because he had really bad drug problems. Oh, it's yes. Yeah, that's Corey Feldman for you. Yeah. He's a fucking nut job, but we'll get back to him later. Oh, God, we know. <laughs> anyway, so I'm loving the news reports, um, as, as as the news reports goes on and on and on, the crimes go faster, faster, faster and faster. I mean, I love the fact how there's a delivery truck gets emptied in about 40 seconds. I'm going, oh, bullshit. <laughs> You're trying to say to me they stole that entire truck worth of goods for in about 40 seconds in box. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, come on. Uh, anyway, oh, it's God. just unrealistic. You just know that filmed at normal time, they're just play fast forward for the minute and just fall. You're like, come on. Mm. It's funny though. But then again, they're so, still giving it that cartoony vibe, isn't it? Yes, but, yeah, yeah, that's, that's very yeah. true. That's very, very true. So cut to the two teens holding, uh, sort of heading to the uh, foot lair, which is a warehouse used in Super Mario Bros. the movie and The Crow, which is in Wilmington, North Carolina, apparently. So mm. I have that one. Uh, oh, but I just remembered me there. The, the reason why in Turtles 2 they don't use their weapons is because apparently there was a backlash against the violence in this. Yeah, because so, there was. Yeah, because in the. Yeah, because when the cartoons were all released, it was a thing we caught were aimed at children. They weren't allowed to show the turtles or the or the weapon mm. at hitting anything or anyone else. So, mm. yeah, when that came out, it was all that, uh, oh, we can't, you know. Can't show this to my children, and you're like, well, if you look at the age restriction, you're not fucking meant to. So yeah, yeah, that drives me insane. Ooh, I want to let my child watch this. This is Deadpool. Yeah, it's a fucking 15 rating movie, love. You know, I mean, hmm. Exactly, exactly. But it's a comic book movie. No, it's not. It's a fucking oh, go away, you fucking. Mm. I blame Marvel for that. I mean, that's just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's like when children, it's like children under the age start playing 
call a duty and then parents mm. start going, oh, my, my 10 year old won't uh, swearing and getting over like, yeah, you, you let him fucking play the game. He's going to pick it up from that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is why I stopped playing Dead by Daylight because you'd have these screaming banshee kids on it. I'm like, what the fuck? Is you to a fucking eight? I'm like, yeah. The, how the hell did you go? <laughs> you know? <laughs> how the hell so, did you get on the server? Go away. But I mean, what I love about this this whole foot lair thing is what the fuck is going on here? They've got mm. like stolen TVs and videos and stereos and video games and the actual fucking video, uh, the arcade cabinets or fucking. What were they, about a ton each or something? What the hell's weird? Yeah, that was like... They've got cigarettes, and I love the fact they've got cigarettes and booze just piled up, you know? <laughs> and it's like a bunch of, what is the oldest person in this place? Is what, about 18 or something? Yeah, exactly. And I'm going, bloody hell. Uh, plus, you've got kids smoking cigars, skateboarding, having, knocking back like, shots of, like, vodka and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? <laughs> a total, utter, uh, fucking chaos. It's like, Wow, is this why the, the Foot Clan is so popular, you know? Yeah, exactly. I like meant to show these bad these bad kids doing all these terrible rebel things and you're like Yeah, okay then. We'll just get by that quickly. Yeah, I mean I love the fact how there's there's a kid who must be about seven or eight with a big fuck off cigar in his mouth. I'm going bullshit. Yeah. You're coughing up your lungs for the next fucking two years later for crying out loud Jim for Exactly. I used to smoke these fuckers, and they are bad for your lungs, by the way. Oh, it's cigars? Like, I've never yes. smoked a cigar in my life. Yeah, I used to smoke the, the, uh, the odd cigar, but my God, they were killing on lungs. It's like, phew, mm. I've stood next to, next to someone when, when they've lit one up, and, you know, even the smell makes you go, oh, God, they're going my lungs. Bloody hell. Yeah, yeah Alexis, I used to smoke them uh, every so often, but, yeah, they're A, they're expensive, and B, they're fucking killers in the lungs. It's like, fucking mm. hell. But anyway, so all the sounds of the watchful eye of Tatsu, played by, uh, what's his name, Tarashio, Tarashio Abato, uh-huh. number one, who is a no-nonsense son of a bitch, basically, you know? Yeah, I love the fact how he lets all these kids run wild, but he's a strict son of a bitch, as you find it later on in the movie. I'm going, why wouldn't you have like two different people do this, one for the kids and one for the teenagers, you know? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make sense. It looks like that. It almost looks like that should have been two separate characters. And, mm. you know, the Vera couldn't find anyone suitable to play the part. They ran out of money and went, fuck it, you do it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, on to that night, uh, April. I love the fact she was wearing the, 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 uh, again, the yellow rain mark as a nod to the cartoon. Because yep. she was also in that yellow. What was it a jumpsuit thing she was wearing? The fuck I think she yeah, wore. Yeah, that was like all she wore, wasn't it? Mm, mm. Uh, she's jumped by the Foot Clan and saved by the turtles. Except I think it's the turtles because you can't see Jack forward by shit in this fucking blurry. It is well too fucking dark to see, isn't? Yep. Yeah. Yep. She definitely was saved by the turtles um, from what you could make out. But yeah, it's just yeah. I'm not. I'm not good. I'm not keen on the light. The lighting on this movie. Mm. No, I mean, literally, this opening bit. I was there was pitch darkness for about twenty seconds. I could not see a thing. I could hear was like sound effects of like shinging swords and like the sides getting through in the place and guys mm. get beaten up. Oh, what's what's happening? I couldn't mm-hmm. see shit. And the next thing you see is Raphael in the sewer. 
uh, the manhole cover, I'm going, what happened there? You know? Yeah, so, exactly. Mm, I know. Mm. Oh, by the way, did you spot Sam Rockwell as one of the young gang leaders? No. No, uh, he's the young, mousy gang leader. Ooh, I need to go back and rewatch it and spot that. Yeah, I think that's one of his first roles. Anyway, mm. um, as I say, so from the sewers, Raphael sees April taking his sigh and he throws a hissy fit because he threw it to kill for, to kill the light. I was like, why not just use a fucking stone or something to kill the fucking light, you tit? Yeah, why I'll throw, throw your sigh for crying out loud? Mm. So in the sewers, we meet the four six-foot talking turtles, Raphael, voiced and played by Josh Paz, Leonardo, played by... David Foreman and voiced by Brian Toshi. Donatello, played by Leif Til- Tilden, voiced by Corey Feldman. Mikey, played by, uh, what was his name? What the hell did you say, pronounce that? McCrayan Sisti, I think that's pronounced that. And Close enough. Voiced by Robbie Rist, I believe. Uh, Brian Toshi and Robbie Rist were the ones that voiced it in the cartoons, also, I believe. They did, yeah, they were in the cartoon. Mm. So, so like I said, they're boasting a bit about how they kick the arses of these teenagers as they're going through a sewer, and I'm going, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the start of the annoying one-liners, so they're shoving over, casting over, and all that stuff. I'm going, oh god, and bodacious dude, no, it's like, oh my god, nineties, no. <laughs> no, you're not a, you're not a fan of a comic book. What's the word I'm trying to say? Cat Tracy? Oh, my yeah. God. I'm sorry, years and years and years ago, um, I was at a Halloween all-nighter, and they, sh- they showed uh, The Lost Boys, mm-hmm. and every five seconds, I just shouted out, 69, dude, 69! I'm like, oh, no. fuck's sake. Oh, and that was driving me insane. I'm going, oh, shut up. So, oh, mm. no. so anyway. Like I say, so Raphael is the red bandana, bandana one. Because mm-hmm. he's mean and moody. Mm-hmm. Leonardo is the blue bandana. He is the quote-unquote leader. Mm-hmm. Donatello is purple. He's the quote smart one. And Michelangelo, or Mikey, is orange. As he's the quote surfer dude. You know? Um, yep. And I'm going, really? I mean, honest to God. But as you said, yeah, uh, Donatello... Uh, who was voiced by Corey Feldman, was dropped from the second, and I believe the third one, because he was fucked out of his mind and drugs. I'm pretty sure he's back from the third one. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Again, I've, I've only ever seen the third one one, and so, yeah, uh, no patch on this, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I covered these movies from my own podcast uh, last summer. Mm. And I, that was the first time in many a year I've seen Turtle Street. I went, oh my god, this is fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, my god. I mean, I could have used my notes for that, but no, these are brand new, fresh written notes I've Ooh. done this morning for this movie, so yay. Um, <laughs> Corey Feldman is in um, Turtle Street, by the way. Oh, is he? All right, so, yeah. so it's the second one then that you get. Well, it's just the second one he's not in. Mm. Mm-hmm. I believe he got paid $1,500 for this and wow. he demanded big bucks for the next movie and the forward movie and <laughs> like go and fuck yourself <laughs> yeah so, mm. it wasn't in, the only reason he wasn't in the um, second one is understandably because the studio didn't want to be associated with someone with a drug problem yeah 
yeah. Between that and the demand for money, they probably say, yeah, go away and get yourself clean and come back for part three. Mm. Yeah, yeah, very true. Very, very true. Although, see that part three had a budget of a, but what, a buck ten, a fucking stick about plastic <laughs> chewing gum? I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, yeah, but we're talking about number one here. <laughs> exactly. so, so that pops the titles, and we're introduced to the leader, Splinter, voiced by Kevin Clash. The wise old master, a four foot tall talking rat. Never actually explains how the fuck he became so wise and so intelligent. You know, they just say that, oh, I had some, what was it, some ooze spilled on me, and then I, I was instantly intelligent. I'm going, but you were standing on your hind legs doing martial arts. <laughs> yeah, how does when you that were a rat. How does, mm, you know? <laughs> and I love the fact how he goes, many, many years ago, I was in Japan. And it was, I came to America 15 years ago. I'm going, brown rats last for two years tops. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're there, just... like if you were there 15, if you came there 15 years ago, you're reincarnated a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God I almighty. don't have a life in bit to 15, you know. Oh, my God. So, Splinter does his whole Yoda fucking thing and spews out pearls of wisdom. The, the one of many, many many Star Wars fucking notes throughout this bloody movie. As Raphael and Donatello fight, Michelangelo orders a pizza from Pizza Hut, and Leonardo's sucking up the up Yoda's arse, you know. And that's your heroes, folks, you know. Yeah. Um, constant fighting, bickering, and eating pizza. Yay! Yay! And throwing one liner or two, you know, so... Hmm. So Splinter wants to meditate on the events of the evening, because this is our first big fight ever. I'm going... Mm. You say they've been trained for 15 years and this is their first fight? Really? See, it says that, but then on Tittlepedia, um, it says that, um, what they're called, um, oh God, who's the oldest again? It's um, <laughs> Raphael. says he's 15. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so how could they have been training for 15 years? Yeah, it's, it's a bloody joke, so mm-hmm. moving on softly. But the rest of them want the turtles want to dance to Tequila by Danny Flares. Yay! Yay! Oh, oh my God! However, Raphael, being a mean, moody dickhead, goes out to the cinema dressed in a red mac and a hat. Another cartoon nod. That's the fucking white rubber mask thing, you know. I mean, because that hides the fact he has that foot green turtle. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, he goes to the movies. Alone, because again, meaning Moody, you know. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, the others ask uh, Splinter what to do, or what would, what would happen if Splinter dies? All deep, powerful stuff here, but no, they piss that away for a cheap joke on a poor pizza delivery guy, who, by the way, is from Domino's, but they, they phone Pizza Hut, so yeah. don't fucked up, <laughs> you know? Mm. And it's just the guy on his tip, because funny, haha, you know? I mean... Ah, uh, dear, oh dear. Uh, I don't get that. I mean, they, they talk about those, oh, what are we going to do with Master Splinter dies? Who's going to take control? Then they go, eh, let's just stuff this, this pizza delivery guy. He's two seconds late. I'm going, hello, you're talking about death and who's going to take over. Next minute you're going to talk about stuffing a pizza delivery man. That's, that sort of doesn't work. You know, you can't go from yeah. deep subject to a light fluffy one in a matter of seconds. Mm. I mean, it, can, I, I, it, it jars on me because I'm always like, yeah, that's taken away from what could be a quite a po- poignant moment of, you know, where teenagers 
con contemplate, you know, mortality and what will happen in the, f the future and things like that for a cheap laugh. Mm. And, you know, it greets on me because, it, you know, it's just, it's naff, it makes no sense. Mm. It does I mean, that whole bit. Especially since the whole plot is Splinter's been kidnapped and they think he's dead. Mm. And I'm going, so why are you making a joke of it? So, f I mean, it, it's what doesn't mesh right. It's, it's kind of over the place. It's scatter shots. So, mm, mm. I mean, I suppose it's meant to show the fact that the teenagers and teenagers will literally switch from one thing, one mood to another. You know, oh, I suppose that's Complexion, joke, like you know. So I suppose that's very true. But no time for that stuff because there's more funny shit as Mikey throws the pizza in the air and slices it and dices it in midair as you don't and he slams on <laughs> Splinter's mean, as head. you don't that's always how I cut my pizza yeah you know pizza comes pre-sliced you know crying out loud <laughs> oh dear god so cut to Raphael coming out of the cinema after watching Critters a movie I'd rather be watching frankly um, <laughs> which makes this 1986 not 1990 but moving on swiftly you know yep. He stops old Woody from getting mugged, and then he fights Casey Jones, played by Elias Cortez, who's like the Punisher, but uses sports equipment as weapons, and he's wearing a hockey mask for reasons, you know. Mm. Um, no backstory for him at all, just he's sick of muggers and moving on swiftly. So he beats the ever-loving fuck out of these punks who stole the the Woody's purse with a hockey stick yeah they two are dead they yeah. took a full blast shot to the face yeah they're dead and yeah that's it they're you know they're fucking... they're they're out for the count you know yeah yeah fractured broken jaw you know that's I mean, fractured was... neck good night mm. Vienna yeah 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 I mean when I was in secondary school or high school I get whacked in the small of my back with a hockey stick full force mm. and I'm still feeling the effects for this like 30 odd years later, you know. Ouch. So, yeah, yeah, not, not nice at all. Anyway. No, those things sting. The reason I didn't play hockey at school, I, I always refused it. I was like, I'll play football, doesn't matter to me. Mm. I'm the only girl on the pitch because, yeah, those things sting when you get hurt in the shin, hurt in the ankle for them. Mm. You're almost like, I'll wrap this around your neck in a minute. Yeah, I hated that. And this, this is not one of these. Are these uh, ice hockey ones? This is a few talky ones. Mm, exactly. The ones are even heavier than those. I was like, oh, fucking, mm. I hated that fucking game. Screw me, everyone, Safley. So Raphael takes on um, Casey Jones, and the two throw one lines at each other, painfully awful and funny one liners, as Raphael gets his ass kicked by, by um, Casey. By the way, they, they drop, out, drop out a line saying he's a former football player, so how does he know about martial arts? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, mm. honestly, bloody well. God. So Raphael returns to the sewers to talk his wounds, but is caught sneaking in by Splinter as he tries to do a little bit of yoga talk. Uh, yoga rather talk. But Raphael isn't interested because he's a mean, moody teenager. Hence why he's red, you know. I mean, what does it say? You're always angry. You've got so much anger inside of you. Anger leads to the dark side. Oh, sorry. Anger leads to the... um. What was it? Anger's bad for your soul or something like that? I was going, yeah. Obi-Wan, is that you? Hmm? You know? <laughs> I mean, the whole Yoda I mean, he's got the voice down, Blinter, isn't he? He's taking that cough seriously. Just, just need, the, the, you know, the mask. Mm. Yeah, yeah, my God. Anyway, so next morning, 
April was told by her boss, she'll get an armed escort to and from the building to her van. Really, mate? She gets jumped <laughs> and she's now going to get armed escort. Why don't you just put two security guards outside and two inside? Oh, well. I mean, instead of one inept, fat, twat, scoffing donuts. <laughs> you know? Honestly, God. So then we meet the target audience, Danny, played by Michael Turney. And I could just stand this little brat from second one, you know. He's such a fucking shitting ground his face constantly through this bloody movie, you know. I mean, I, I didn't mind him, but it was a bit, how can I say it nicely? He, he kind of did great on you, didn't he? he mm. You know, he's not the most unlikable character in the movie, but yeah, he does kind of make you go, oh my God, he's still on screen. Hmm. He's a ginger, full stop, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he is also April's boss's son. And the boss is Charles, played by Jay Patterson. And this little douchebag steals money from her. I'm going, what the fuck? You're stealing money from your boss, your employee, your boss's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, who steals money out of purse? Was it $40 that he took over? Yeah. I'm going, you know what old snot was, punk? I mean... Honest to bloody well, God. And I wonder if he'll become a bad guy or join the Foot Clan and then well, in the era of his ways and become a good guy. <gasps> what that happen, do you think? <gasps> oh, I don't know. <laughs> God, that's so bad written this fucking... So, cut to the chief of police. What's his name? Stearns? Is that his name once? Mm. Yeah. A fat, useless fucking douchebag played by Roy Serra. I wonder if he's on the Foot's fucking take, you know? Hmm. <laughs> Giving uh, a, the press a PR spin about how he's going to crack down on crime. There's no such thing as crime free in New York. There's never been crime in New York. I've been to New York. <laughs> yes, there was. You know. <laughs> Bloody hell. I mean, a completely useless character this guy is. He does fuck all. Yeah. I mean, take him out of the movie. The movie doesn't change any, you know. Mm. He just doesn't need to be there. No, no. He's just a useless mm-hmm. um, bureaucrat. You know, plus he's on the take. He's... He's done, like, Shudder's back pocket, so I'm going, hmm, you're a fucking useless character. Cut. So, yeah. I mean, so on TV, the turtles perv on April, as you do. I mean, she's, what, about 30? Yep. And they're supposed to be 15. Okay, then. Um, they all fall in love with her because, of course, they do. As from his shadowy throne does Shredder, played by uh, James Sato, voiced by uh, David McLaren. I think it's his name. As he throws a knife at the screen, ooh, you know. Ooh, badass. <laughs> He's a badass, yeah. She's next because she's naughty. I mean, God. So April falls, uh, sorry, Raphael falls April as she leaves the police station straight to the underground where she's jumped by the Foot Clan soldiers and these look fucking ridiculous dressed in black pyjamas with a fucking tea strainer mask. I mean... I was going to say, what is that, man? It's like, you know how... It's like, uh, it's like someone trying to to draw a close-up version of uh, Fly's Eye, and so all they'll do for their eye. Yeah, I mean, I swear to it's God, just... the outfits are ridiculous. I never thought off the couch how with laughing in the outfits. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, they're just, they're just so bad. Oh my god! I mean, what is it? It's, it's, what is it? a hockey mask with like a, a like a piece of of um, uh, tight or pantyhose for American listeners mm. fabric and like two t-shirts on each eye. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That... 
Italy, they just almost, you know, thought, oh, we'll make this roughly up, we'll do it better, and then forgot that wasn't the finished costume and went, you know, but we'll need to go with it now. Shouldn't they you be know? grey? Weren't just... the foot shoulders grey in the cartoon? They are. Do they not even the right colour? Oh, God. Anyway, so Raphael saves her last minute and takes her down to the sewers, where, unsurprisingly, the four turtles pervert her as she sleeps. Not creepy at all, then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. One of the foot follows them and watches all going on because Raphael's a moron and can't realise he's getting fucking fouled in a sewer. Hello. Can't yeah. you hear the water splashing? Mm. Yeah. Ninja my arse. I mean, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the deaf ninja, I think. <laughs> 15 years training my Aunt Fanny, you know what I mean? Honestly, bloody God. So waking up, April screamed her lungs out, then freaks the fuck out, as you bloody well do. You've got four six-foot talking turtles and a four-foot talking rat staring at you. <laughs> 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 That's the I've got concussion, wouldn't you? Oh, God. Um, oh, I mean, I mean, you don't open your eyes and think I'm dead. I'm dead or I'm dying. One of the two. I, I love the fact how she tries to justify it saying, I saw this rat when I get mugged, therefore that's what rats are. And you, I saw this size save me, so you saved me with this. But who the hell are these other three people? I'm going, I really love that you're concerned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my main concern would be, I'm in a fucking sewer and what the hell are you <laughs> How the fuck did I get down here? And why is yeah, this fucking exactly. Oh, God. God. You'll be going to definitely took the, a wrong turn home somewhere. Oh, my God. Especially the clapper. He was like, there's no place like home. No place like home. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, honestly, fucking God. Anyway, so we're given the backstory of how these became that 15 years earlier. Therefore, they can't be fucking 15. Exactly. 15 years training. Mm. It was only 15 years earlier, Splinter was a pet rat of Yoshi, a ninja expert. He learned how to fight from his cage, which had been a floor howling with laughter. Until one night, Oroku Saki, aka the Shredder, killed Yoshi over a woman. The rat was then flushed down the sewers along with four baby turtles as mysterious ooze coats all five of them. And they learn to talk and walk upright, and he turns them into ninjas, as you do. Um, okay, then, why are these baby turtles and that um, animatronic splinter things of nightmares? <laughs> you know, did you see the, the baby turtles? I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, oh my god, the baby turtles are just like, yeah, you, you don't want to blink for a while after you watch that part. You're like, don't blink. Oh my god. Have you seen an uh, 80s movie called The Gate? Yes. Yeah, that's what they people touch the little goblin things. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? They totally do it. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm going, if I was a, a parent back in 1990 and my like five or six year old watched I was like, oh, fuck, that's only nightmares for the next fucking two years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So the turtles take April home to antique store, which goes fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. She writes a man for pizza and she's stuck with him because a panel of the is pizza. I'm going right to then. Um, you are aware that the turtles are vegetarians? Yeah, I was going to say you are aware turtles are herbivores. I was like, come on. Oh my God. <laughs> and they do ridiculous impressions of what the hell were the impressions? Uh, Rocky and 
Yeah, and, uh, oh, and the, the other terrible one. Um, I have no idea what that one was. Bugsy Malone's or something like that. I think Ridiculous. it was. Yeah. Uh. Mm. So, after cleaning her out of house and home, as you do, <laughs> um, they leave. They're in turn home to find that the place has been trashed and splintered as a missing. But I love the fact how, during that scene, there's product placement everywhere. You know, you've got, like, cans of Pepsi, you've got cans of... of um, Oh, was it Seven Up and kind yep. of like doing? I've got various pieces of stuff and going. What the fuck? Product placement? Much Jesus, criminies. Uh, that actually, uh, <laughs> we know who all the sponsors were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, my God. So the turtles return to April dejected, and the teller sponsor has been kidnapped or indeed dead, as in his office, the chief of police calls April's boss to blackmail him because his sons were a naughty boy and stole a car stereo. Bad boy, you know? I mean, oh my God. So next morning, April is visited by her boss and he tells her to drop the story or else. I love that one, you know? Yeah, it's just okay then, not fishy at all, eh? No, no, no. The turtles are hiding badly around the house, but magically... Teleport, I'm going, where the fuck did you, where did you go, you know? Yeah, it's like, you know, some of the continuity in this movie, to say the least, off slightly, you're like, eh, how did you get there so quick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And Danny spots Donny under a table, and he just vanishes, I'm going, eh, what, what, how the fuck did that hang move so fast, you know? So, yeah, like, you, I'm pretty sure you would see and hear a six foot turtle, come on. Mm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, why is this little guy Danny wearing the same Sid Vicious T-shirt for four days straight? Talk about fucking disgusting. <laughs> I mean, that's just gross. That is horrible. But you know, he's a I mean, teenager. He, he has two outfits. He's got the black Sid Vicious T-shirt and, a, and an orange one later on in the movie. That's all he wears. I'm going. That's what was the budget on the clothing in this thing? About fucking ten pence. Uh, bring your own, but just bring two. <laughs> Mm, ridiculous. Anyway, so driving his son to school, because apparently Danny like, skips school constantly, Charles chews him out as to why he stole the car stereo, because I'm guessing this spoiled rich brat is bored, and he's having to do but all this money and time on his hands, what else can he do but join a fucking gang that steals stereos and TVs and fucking smokes and drinks and, and runs around a bloody, I don't know, a warehouse going oh why daddy doesn't love me because daddy's too busy keep your ass and fucking your comfy little lifestyle you little brat you know what i mean that could be insane and danny ditches his dad and runs to the foot i'm going you're such a little prick you know <laughs> that's the moment you'd be like cut out the well yeah i was going you should be fucking i don't know sent to military school <laughs> you know exactly. i mean god almighty and he runs to the hideout, which looks fucking disgusting, with trash piled up everywhere. There's kids spray painting constantly. I mean, you've got cigar smoke, cigarette smoke. You've got kids drinking, playing poker. You've got fucking skateboarding and God, what the fuck? This place is a dump. Why the hell did you run to that? You know? Yeah, it's a, uh, and I mean, to, I get what it's meant to represent, but at the same time, you just think any self-respecting teenager would run see all that and be like you know what home's not so bad i'm going back there i mean especially a soft little spoil but like him you've got oh fuck that shit i'm going back to my my comfy cozy home sort of thing so yeah mm. exactly 
Oh my god. So cut to a dojo where the foot train uh, in walks Tetsu to straight up kick the arse of some lackluster teenager who's going, eh, ooh, eh I'm going really mate, you kicked the fucking shit out of him. I get these kids stay. Exactly. Really? I mean, honestly, bloody well, God. It doesn't uh, make sense how they were formed and then how they stayed together because, let's face it, the kids have probably ran away from better surrounding and mm-hmm. better treatment to that. And you think, why can that be better from what you're away from? Yeah, exactly. I mean, doesn't he, doesn't Shredder say the whole speech where the world doesn't want you, you're unwanted and you have no family, I'm your father, I'm your family, I'm going, okay, come down Darth, you know? Yeah, I mean, God almighty. So Danny runs to Shredder to gloat that he's seen one of the turtles and I'm going, you're a little brat, so yeah, I'll fucking killed you, you little swine. As in walks Shredder in Liberace's pyjamas, wearing Elton John's shower curtain with a veggie strainer on his head. Ooh, scary, you know. <laughs> I mean, what is that outfit? That is the best description I've heard of that outfit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's, what is it, pink, sparkle, or sort of purple, sparkly, yep. um, sort of dojo suit, or whatever that suit thing is, with the silver and black cape thing. I'm going, what the fuck, Camp yeah, Cold? you just think, wow, how did you look in the mirror and go, Yep, that'll do. Oh, God. Uh, and he's supposed to be a, a badass. I'm going, Jesus Christ. I love the shoulder pads. They're like fucking 80s drag queen shoulder pads, you know? <laughs> uh, that's how you know he's the bad guy, though. Shoulder pads alone. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Uh, you didn't realise it before then. That moment told you, oh, he's the bad guy, okay? God almighty, yeah, my God. Anyway, so somewhere in that audience is Skeech Aldrich, apparently, so yay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Anyway, so Shredder welcomes a new ninja to the Foot Clan, handing over the fucking nylon face mask thing and goes, you're now the family, blah, 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 as he pulls a Darth Vader, telling the teenagers, as I says, he is their father and their (laughs) family. (gasps) Oh, that shit. Um, as in the basement chained up is Splinter, all beaten and bloodied, because apparently you can beat the shit out of a rat perfectly fine with that one, you know. This is a kid's movie after all, you know. Yeah. Uh, he sets the foot on the turtles, and here Danny pipes up. He's seen them at April's house because he's a little fucking arse, as I said. <laughs> Never trust a ginger, that's what I can say. Okay. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'll bear that in mind for all future partner. Ginger, who <laughs> won? <laughs> Soulless, you know. Hold on a minute, aren't you ginger? <laughs> I very tell you, I'm not. Fucking brown hair, I have, you know. Oh, right. I <laughs> thought you were like very light, you know, ready brown. Mm-hmm. I ginger. <laughs> I very, no, no, no. I have, you know, brown. Anyway, okay. brown what? and grey hair. Anyway, moving right. on. Cut to. <laughs> you aren't ginger, I tell you. Um, cut to uh, April on TV reporting about the foot as. It's on live television. The Turtles and Shredder are watching and he's beyond pissed, you know. Sitting there on his fucking lover actually throne going, I am mad too, <laughs> you know. So... Ridiculous. Yeah, well, it was an edit. Do, do you know what always gets me about these 80s, 90s action movies? Why do they always make the bad guy so camp? I have no idea. I mean... What is it? Did they just think camp is evil? 
I guess I think that homosexuality was evil or homosexuality was easy to defeat because they're all limp-wristed and all camp, so I'm guessing that's why. I mean, mm. there's a not-so-funny joke dropped later by Casey saying, I'm not closer. I've never looked at a man before. Uh, funny, haha, you know? Yeah. I mean, mm. Mm, that wasn't it. Oh, yes. So Q Raphael being a complete dickhead in fighting with Leo over what to do about Splinter. He leaves for the roof, where the Foot Clan kick the shit out of him and throw him through a sunroof for his fucking arsehole-ness. In the fight, April's house is completely trashed, so they run to April's farmhouse, which she never fucking mentions, but here we are. Uh, Casey shows up for help, so they steal his VW van and head to April's farmhouse. I mean, how the hell did that place get burned, Barbie? Uh, I don't know, it's not explained. Because suddenly there's a fire, and then the roof caves in, and I'm going, oh, what? Um, so, okay then. And they managed to drive all the way through New York City to somewhere in New York State, I'm guessing, to a farmhouse, yet the engine's fucked. I'm going, how'd that make it outside the side? <laughs> yeah. How'd that make it outside the street? I mean... Mm. God mm. almighty. So once they had to stick the badly beaten body of Raphael in a bathtub... Face down in water, mind. <laughs> Unconscious, but face down in water, he's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, technically, yeah, he tell. Yeah, but you still have to breathe to get face down in water, you know? I mean, honestly. Oh, God, God. yeah, they can't. I don't know for a second I was thinking they could breathe underwater. Honest to God, I'm a tit. You know, they're, um, that's what we call brain farts, you know, working with old age. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> I think I'll get my coat and leave it for another season. Oh, uh. So, like I says, so they'll pray he's going to heal lying face down in water. Yay. Uh, as Casey fixes a truck which is found somewhere, April draws them all on cardboard, or what else she's drawing them on. Leo uh, gets a force projection from Splinter. Yeah, another fucking Star Wars nod. Mm-hmm. And what the hell do they do? What does... Michelangelo and uh, Leonardo do. Uh, no, uh, Donatello do, rather. You know? <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing in that scene. God, no one knows. Anyway, back to Shredder. He beats up Splinter, trying to get him to answer questions, but he's not talking because he's a rat, you know? Yeah. Uh, Tatsu is so pissed off, uh, he goes straight to the dojo and kills a teacher by snapping his neck. Uh, I know there, there's a voiceover, but no, he dead. Look at his face. He punches him so hard, his nose goes through his fucking head, and his his neck snaps backwards. He's dead. I don't know yeah. what the fuck said. He's fine. He's he's, he's he's fine. No, he's not. He's dead. Look at his face. He's dead. He that's him. You know. Uh, plus he trashes the dojo and beats the fuck out of teenagers again. Fuck this for a for a carry on. Uh, carry on. I'm out of there like a fucking shot. I mean, this guy's a nut job. And he just trashes the place and beats up teachers like there's no, you know, I'm going really. Yeah, like they're disposable, you know. Mm. Mm. Danny sees this and is so terrified he runs to Splinter for help. And Splinter does more of the Yoda stuff. I'm going enough for the Star Wars references already, for fuck's sake. Mm. Oh my god. So back with Raphael, he's now healed. April sits and writes in her diary. And I'm going, who the fuck wrote this shit? She talks about how <laughs> Casey's fixing the uh, fixing the, the a van and, and uh, he's a pig-headed twat, but she thinks he's kind of cute and a small archie and Michelangelo is now 
I don't know what is he doing and Donatello's this and, and they're doing this and that next thing and Leonardo's the great leader and blah 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 I'm going get on with it this is padding uh, oh by the way the sketches were done by Eastman and Laird apparently so there we have uh-huh. that one. anyway so now Raphael is awake the turtles regroup retrain and plan to get splintered back because apparently this is their only been second fight and they've been beating a shout off so they're all going oh we're terrible fighters we're not masters no shit Sherlock <laughs> you know like, really? You just figured that out? Mm. They won one fight because there was only, what, two teenagers there? And there was four turtles. So three teenagers there and mm. four turtles. Plus they had the element of surprise and darkness. But they take on the Foot Clan and get their ass handed to them by about 25 fucking men. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so days, if not weeks later, Shredder tells Tatsu he doesn't like the turtles fighting style because it reminds him of an old enemy from years ago sort of thing mm. um so back to april and casey as the two kind of bond like uh, but i'm getting more brother and sister vibe from these two not lovers you know yeah there, there was no <laughs> romantic connection there at all no 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 so splinter pulls a yoda as he contacts Leonardo, who is meditating as and uses the force. And how many fucking Star Wars references is this thing have at all, for fuck's sake, you know? Leo uh, takes others and have a bonfire. And that night, Splinter force ghosts himself to tell him, quote, help me, man, you're my only hope, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, God, what does he say? Because you're my family, I'm proud of my sons, and yeah. yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. I'm going, Obi-Wan, is that you? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Um, now, with new confidence, they hunt down Shredder and the foot, because apparently one pep talk, and boom, they're back on top again. Uh, that's how that works, you know? Apparently. And by the way, how long has it been since they were in that? Uh, farmhouse was it weeks or months even it's not said but i'd imagine it's only a couple of weeks is it not no i have no idea no idea sorry that night back in the city they head back to the sewers and this is the whole i'm not claustrophobic i'm not homophobic i'm claustrophobic then they take the person because you can't stand cases that is can't stand uh enclosed spaces and the whole joke about your wings in the window in the car funny haha you know mm. Mm. Well, the fight, Danny is hiding in a closet. Surprise, he's a good guy now. I mean, mm-hmm. what I have to say about this one is, fuck you, little twat. You sold him out for what exactly? A fucking t-shirt and a pyjama set, you know? I mean, why do he sell the, the turtles? <sighs> why not? Could he have bratty, spoiled little rich kid that thinks, you know, the world should be his? Yeah, exactly. So that night, the little ginger twat uh, runs to Shredder to tell him the turtles are back in town as Casey follows him, because of course he does. I'm kick the shit in a little douchebag. Mm. Splinter talks to him and he now becomes instantly good. Cue yet more backstory. As Splinter tells how he learned ninjutsu in his cage and I swear to God I had to pause the blurry and laugh for a good five minutes at this ridiculous puppet doing the fucking the, <laughs> the moves I'm going this is fucking ridiculous oh. I mean honest to bloody God 
how could this be taken serious by the way how the hell is, is a rat supposed to stand its two hind legs and do the whole slow motion move stuff I'm really... <laughs> oh god no <laughs> it's hilarious to watch it cry and oh. it is god damn ridiculous anyway so Shredder catches them talking so use the ducks and they're forced to find out uh, the little douche bro um, what's his name Danny has a drawing of Leonardo and somehow finds out that um, Splinter was oh I have no idea I was like kinist end already I'm kind of bored <laughs> anyway so Danny runs off to save Splinter after Shredder gives the order to kill the turtles and indeed Splinter he's stopped by Casey who then helps the two of them escape as the foot enter the sewers uh, to take on the turtles. It's a trap, however, as they are gassed and beaten. I'm going, you're going to gas 18-year-olds and beat the shit out of them with your weapons and then, like, use hot steam in their face. I'm going, that's a dick move right there. As they got more fighting and more awful one-liners as the turtles take on the foot in the sewers. Casey then takes on Tatsu, who beats them up with a little bit of wood, as he hits him in the face of a golf club. That is a well-too-easy fight. You know, Tatsu's throwing around the place and then boxes, and mm. he's going, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a language barrier here, and he kicks someone in the not shit. I'm going, really, mate? So you have no fighting skills at all unless you arm with a fucking golf club, baseball bat, and cricket bat, you know? So, hmm. Um, where was I now? da 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 the foot are beaten up, so they run to the streets. Splinter tells the wannabe foot to wise the fuck up, which of course they do. Bullshit! You try to say to me what these little street punks listen to a fucking four-foot talking rat? <laughs> of course not. They're going to give up all this money and all this merchandise and all this stuff for, for bugger all, you know? Mm. So back on the streets, Mikey spews out yet more bad one-liners. And yet more, but I was like, God almighty, this, what was it? I'm going to be shell-shocked, yay. That was a <laughs> shell of a punch. I'm going, oh God, kill me now. Uh, I what I thought I'd here, kill me now, this is ridiculous. On the roof, the foot run for it, so the turtles follow them up the roof. And here to take on Shredder, who kicks all their asses until all four of them take them on at once. Splinter knocks them off the building, straight into a garbage truck, which crazy crushes him, and he dead. I don't give a fuck what that movie says. He dead. You've seen his helmet crushed mm. into nothingness. He dead. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the turtles hug Splinter. Science filled the air. Danny runs to Daddy for help. April gets her job back and including bonuses and what was it? A, a office and more money in a small archie. Yeah, the only thing she never got was to come to the car. Yes, yeah, yeah. A decent fucking van, you know. <laughs> mm. All things are happy ever after. Casey and April kiss because of course they have to. And more 90s one-liners from the Turtles as they all shout Kawabanga dude and high five, freeze frame and credits roll. I'm sorry but I was praying for this movie to end but towards the end of this this last 10 minutes 15 minutes was torture. I mean yeah, the, the, final, the final boss fight of this movie a bit you know, disappointing to say the least you know we've already spent what an hour and a half before that watching the turtles do all these you know cartwheels and somersaults and defying uh, defying kicks and things and yet for them at once you know 
at the beginning anyway to take on one guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, To me, this movie falls to pieces after about the hour and ten minute mark. It just crumbles. The ending is just nothing. It's like a fucking fart in church. You know, it's a wet squib. It just... You know? Yeah, it's almost like the, the it's almost like the uh it's almost like the they felt the need to show of um Blunt's fighting ability, so they you know they almost make the turtles redundant for a bit. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like that at all. No, I don't I don't like how it almost kinda like you say, it kinda falls apart near the end, but for me it picks up. Um, you know. But to me, it feels like they run out of money by the end of the movie. I mean, ah, fuck, just put some fight scene on, on top of the roof and have Shredder fall off the roof. That's fine. I'm going, really? That's your ending to this body thing? So, hmm. Like I said, credit starts to roll on this fucking cheese fest. Way, way too many one-body liners. The suits look great. Plus, the robot for uh, Splinter looks good, but the outfits, my God, the outfits, the Foot Clan outfits, Shredder's outfits is just ridiculous, and Danny's two Sid Vicious t-shirts are just, ugh. Mm. This is far, far too 90s for its own good, and the story is nothing towards the end of this thing. Shredder is too easily beaten. April and Casey's love story comes from fucking nowhere, mm-hmm. and Danny is an unlikable little brat. So, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, for me, that he's by far the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie there, there was, you know. Uh, I love that I had a child and I have a 32-year-old. I still think it stands up, you know. Um, I, I find the fight scene and the, you know, the stunt had genuinely exciting still to watch, um, considering there's no CGI. So, you no, know, um, yeah. it's still impressive. For me, it embraces its source material and it gives us an actually pretty complex and, you know, slightly deep meaning adventure. I mean, not to mention the fact that it's full of tongue-in-cheek humour and 90 naff, you know. Um, but it, for me, it all blends perfectly and it gives us, in the end, a well-rounded, you know, unpretentious action movie. It, it, it's brilliant and stupid and naff in the same sentence I, I love it, I can't fault it for me it's a great way to start what will go on to be a pretty, you know, successful franchise, you know all in all, it's a good all round family favourite movie mm. you know? Isn't it the first ten issues is all versed at this one movie? Mm-hmm. You know? it, um, it is, yeah Okay. Okay. So let's go to a five, one being dog shit and five being solid gold. I'm going to give this thing a, I don't know, two. I mean, if I'm feeling mean tonight, I'm going to give it a two because this just grated on me the cheap, awful one-liners and the terrible outfits and the fact the end just falls to pieces. I'm going to give it a two. So um, what do you give it? I'm going to give it a four. I like the fact that it's so... It's too cheesy for us now, um. So it is, but it's brilliant. It's so you know, it takes you straight back to your childhood. It's where everything was all you know, even ad, even adverts sounded cartoony mm. when they were trying to be serious. So yeah, four. Mm, okay, then. okay. Like I said it's just great to me. I was going, maybe I'm too old for this movie, but it was just 
the terrible one-liners, the awful outfits, the the fact the story goes nowhere, there's barely mm. any plot. I'm going, ah, and I hated Danny, and I didn't like the whole force love story stuff. I'm going, this, this is trying too hard, and it's frankly failing miserably. So, too. Anyway, thank you for listening. Now, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Two Geeks Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod, and follow Joanne on Twitter at Two Geeks Joanne. Right, and you can also follow us on Instagram at Two Geeks Talk Movies, and on Facebook. Give us a like on that one, and give us a few suggestions if you must. Mm. Uh, next podcast, we're going to get a little bit spooky as we look at X Files: Fight the Future. Ooh. Ooh, uh, uh, bye and I have no idea but I fancy some pizza fancy some pizza <laughs> <laughs> right then bye bye